Hey everybody, welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I'm Nick. And I am Chris. And this week we are back on our normal schedule. We uh, we are out of Del Toro month and into the regular shit. We're watching Slither, uh, James Gunn's debut movie. Yeah, he yeah his first uh, feature length uh, feature length movie. Before that was all shorts. Yep, 2006. Uh, great cast, fun movie. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, little a little bit of a, a little bit of everything kind of here and there from from horror. Like I said on yeah. the show, you've got your your alien movie, your zombie movie, your monster movie. Uh, we're all over the place on this one. Yep. There's a lot of a lot of ingredients in the stew here. <laughs> uh, so we're going to let you guys get into this movie and enjoy. Like first and foremost, anybody that listens to this show that went to Saratoga Comic Con and hung out with us, fucking thank you. Yeah, yeah, definitely had a great time there. Uh, a lot of convention sodas enjoyed both days. Both days. Chances are, if you saw us there, we were drunk. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's not even like a chances about no. it. Like no, if you caught we us drunk, yeah. if you caught us by like ten o'clock. <laughs> You're good. Uh, not sloppy drunk, though. No, no, no. We were, we were, we were affable, friendly drunk. We were, we were buzzing all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although you, me, and Tom did kick a fucking entire bottle of whiskey by noon. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two o'clock at the latest. Nevertheless, <laughs> we had a great time. Uh, it yeah. was so fun. Thank you again to everybody who came out. Yeah. Um, and to people who came to us like at our table and was like, oh, I listen to your show. You cannot imagine how good that made me feel. <laughs> yes, thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. And uh, if you noticed on the back of the door, I have the uh, our convention oh, drawing board uh, uh, command stripped up to the back of the studio door. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank you to everybody who came out and drew on it. Yeah. Not one penis in two days. Not a one. I am both impressed and disappointed <laughs> with all of you. <laughs> yeah, th nothing hidden. Yeah. There wasn't I want to kill Joe Biden, so we had to... I uh, Actually, I... Uh, I just scribbled it out when I posted it. Yeah. Uh, but it is still au naturel on the wall. Yeah. Whoever wrote that, you're a weirdo. Yeah. Well, it was you remember you, it was after we left for the night on Saturday and everything was left out by the after party. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure. So like you said, the edgelords came out and took over the board. Yeah, they did. <laughs> oh, well. I'm so happy we had that. Uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. It's a really good idea. It's a stupid, like, simple idea, but it's really cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's a good way to get people to stop by and talk. Yeah. Oh, huh. IMDB gives us a 6.5. Oh, so you really uh, are pushing hardcore to not talk about this. Did you not enjoy this movie? Oh, no, no, no. I just, <laughs> I feel like being goofy. Oh, all right. It has been a couple of weeks since we've done like a proper like in-studio show. It has. Because the last time we were in-studio was during the day, which is like the same, but not really. It's, it's like a... Totally different vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the ambiance. 
Oh, man. You ready? I'm, 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 let's do it. Let's slither. <laughs> uh, this week, before we forget to do it, we will do the synopsis uh, of the movie. We are talking about the 2006 James Gunn uh, sci-fi horror kind of little bit of comedy thrown in there mashup. Yeah. Uh, Slither. Um, it is his first uh, feature length uh, directorial uh, effort. Uh, he has since gone on to, uh, you know, much, much larger efforts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He blew the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and deservedly so, man. I like... I really enjoy, like, everything that he does. He's, he's like, got those, a style. Yeah, he's one of those directors that, like, just tell me when the movie's coming out, I'm gonna see it. Yeah. Like, you know, regardless of what it's about, who's in it, like, I want to see it. Um, but, yeah, he has his own style. He, um, he has, like, a very, well, I want to say he has a very, like, keen insight into, like, middle America. Kind of like, you know, the working class type of, you know, type of just that, like, level of society. Yeah. Which is weird because he's Canadian. But it's also probably, like, the Canadian working class, too. Well, you know? yeah. The Canadian working class and the American working class is basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just have health care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just, yeah, a little bit healthier than we are. Yeah. Um, like, if I had to compare him, whoa, to a musician, less Claypool. Yeah? Yeah. Because he also has that same kind of sensibility, like, to his music. I don't know if you've ever, ever read, like, any of the stuff that he's written. I have not. Um, but I've heard plenty of Primus. Yeah. Um, his one novel, I forget the goddamn name of it, and I, I, I it's not to the disservice of the novel. It was really good. Um, it's about, like, a guy who was fishing, like, it's him and his brother-in-law, and, like, the bro I think it's his brother-in-law, but, like, the brother-in-law is just this complete, like, asshole of a jerk. And, like, he's just pushing his buttons, like, the whole time. Yeah. Until, like, to the point where the guy just eventually, like, bashes his head in with, like, an oar. Like, it, it, like it's just, it's a really cool novel. I didn't know that Les Claypool wrote novels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. The more you know. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this movie's, like, a throwback, kind of. It is. If you took away, if you stripped away like the modern elements, like the CGI, the um, you know, like the, the modern setting, if you made this black and white, put in retro technology, this is a '50s alien invasion movie. Not only that, if you just took away the HD and like just changed the styles, <laughs> it could have been an '80s like you know monster movie, even like oh yeah, you know, like in that same like '80s horror era. Like, yeah. it would have fit in perfectly there, too. Absolutely. Um, that's one of the things I really like about this movie is that it's part, like, alien invasion. It's part, like, monsters. It's part, like, zombie movie. I, I'm i a little on the fence about it. Really? It, it is... It, it almost felt, like, disjointed. Like, it didn't know exactly where it wanted to fall on that spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a specific thing. It just, there was a lot of... There was a lot of style going yeah. on, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the zombie elements were a little meh. Um, I, don't know, I like the hive mind like aspect of it. That was it, that was cool. Yeah, because I mean, it's doing the zombie thing, but like just a little bit, kind of a different spin on it. Yeah, which is always always welcome, especially with zombie movies, which are just beaten to death at this point. Yeah, uh, at, I mean, when this came out, they weren't, though. This was pre, like, the beating to death of zombie. Actually, like, 
I would mark that point as like Dawn of the Dead, the remake, which I really enjoyed. But that's when we first like started to get flooded with zombie shit. Like when that got popular, that's when like I'm gonna blame Twenty Eight Days Later. That was um, that was before Dawn of the Dead, right? Uh, they're in the. I know they're like they're in the, in the same ballpark. Area. Yeah. Because they're both like fast zombies, and I, yeah, I want to say, I want to say, twenty eight days later was the first one to do I think fast it, zombies. I think it was. Yeah. Um, but even, I mean, not just like the fast zombie thing. It's just like because that took off and it was so popular, everyone was like, "We'll make a zombie movie too." Yeah, yeah. So, and you didn't have to. You didn't. You just just stop. back when like zombie movies were still enjoyable. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> I need zombies to go away for like ten years. Like vampires have almost like served their penance. Like, I need I need a couple more years of like just lay off the vampire stuff that we can you know yeah. maybe get some cool vampire stuff yep. again. No, uh, looking forward to Doug Jones as Nosferatu. That'd be great. Oh yeah 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 Count Orlock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that should be good. Should be. well he will be good in it. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, avoid making generalizations. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, uh, man. Like, yeah, it's a, there's a weird sense of humor in this movie. And it's not... It's not unintentional humor. Like, it's meant to be funny where it is funny. Yeah. But I think there was just like a little too much. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, if if you're looking for like a straight up horror experience, yeah, like it veers into veers into comedy territory. Yeah, um, and it's not it's not like a like a piss poor ratio. Like it it is decent, and I do like this movie. Like I don't want to I don't want to start by like shitting all over it, but but I do I did enjoy this. Like yeah, when I went to watch it. I had to rent it from Prime. I uh, ended up doing the two ninety nine uh, stars like subscription for oh, really? two ninety nine for three months. So I'm gonna yeah. cancel the fuck out of that <laughs> as soon as that three months. But I, uh, I was like, oh man, I gotta rent this fucking movie. It was a dollar cheaper to do the stars. Thing. That's why I did it. <laughs> I know, and then I was watching. I was like, all right, I can live with that. Yeah. Like that's that's fine. Um, this is like straight up a B movie. But it is oh, a, a yeah. movie with a someone at the helm who is like incredibly talented, who can elevate it past like the shortcomings of that like normally with an amazing cast. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Nathan Nathan Villian's awesome in this. His southern accent was not. <laughs> there really was not. It was a little over the top. Yeah. I love Nathan Fillion. I love him to death. But he's a Canadian man. He's to be <laughs> southern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Michael Rooker, who's like just awesome in everything. He's fucking god tier. Yeah, <laughs> a movie helper. Like, just makes anything he's in that much better. Yep. Um. Uh, shit. What's her name from The Office? Is in it? Oh, Jenna Fisher. Yeah, Jenna Fisher. Uh, you have Elizabeth Banks. Yep. I've um, heard horror stories about her. Really? Yeah. Well, she's just like miserable, I guess. <sighs> you know, I want to say I have heard the same. I, again, I, I, avoiding generalizations, I, you know, she could be a very nice person, yeah. but I do get the, like, bitchy friend's wife vibe from her, <laughs> like, yeah, like, she's like the, like, you know, she's the reason your friend can't hang out anymore, like, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I get that vibe. Like, I don't want to sound like an asshole, like, like a chauvinist dickhead, but like, uh, kind of, kind of keep picking that up a little bit. Like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> you know what we haven't done? Start the movie. We oh shit, we have not. Yeah, we, we are so. Kind of, we're thrown off. We are so thrown off. Um, we said this before. The vibe is gone. Record. No, did we say it before we started recording? What this is our first like proper studio show? In a few yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we said. Uh, yeah, all right. There we go. Yeah. All right, all is well again. Uh, yes. Now this, yeah, ooh, all is, all is all is good in the universe. <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, but going back to the, what I was saying, like, I think working with Troma like really helped James Gunn out a lot because he can do those shortcuts and things to like you know save on budgetary things, but still make them you know the movie scary. Yeah. Um, you know, like the CGI was used really good in this. Um, mm, I mean, was it? No, 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 I'm sorry. Wait, they uh, fucking. I, I, I have to correct that statement because I, I started off thinking that, and then as the movie went on, it did get out of balance a little bit. I could have used more practicality. I, I, I was trying to put myself in the mind frame of it's 2006. What did CGI look like back then? Yeah, it's and this is and this is a, a person who's known for trauma movies. This so like, is kind of the better side of it. Yeah. Like it's not bad for two thousand six. Yeah, it really isn't. What I what I meant was they they used it like well in that they had practical effects and they were using <clears throat> oh, the CGI yeah. to enhance those practical effects or like do things that like. You just couldn't practically do. Yeah. yeah, like the the ones that like that actually looked decent were are like when the girls escaping from the house and there's just like slugs all over the house. Yeah, like they looked good because you only saw them for a second or two. Yeah, and like you sure somebody could have made like hundreds of thousands of these little slugs, but like how long that we you know what that would have taken. Um, so like that they when they <laughs> used it there it looked good. Oh, when they me. used it on um. Michael Rooker on like his larger kind of creature, then it kind of got hit or miss. Like yeah, yeah. um, well, we're, where he turned into the society monster. <laughs> There's these naked people like it's flopping just, onto what him. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you, this movie is fucking gross. Yeah, it is very gory <laughs> and just like very again that trauma sense of like yeah, just funk and nasty. I guess, I guess this is what you get if. Your trauma makers have a budget to work with. Yeah. <laughs> if they get out from under Lloyd Kaufman's thumb, which isn't meant to sound like he can has like total control over his like people, but like the people that work for trauma are like proud to work for trauma. Like it's <laughs> yeah. a, like it's a badge of honor. Like I make trauma movies. Yeah, they're like they're like mystery science theater fans. Yeah, like they know what they're there for. Like you know, yeah. they're not. You know, we're not here to watch like a you know an Oscar-nominated movie. Just like they're not there to make Oscar-nominated movies. Yeah, like, yeah. You they, know, they know their product exactly, and, yeah, they're, and yeah. they're proud to work on that product, which is totally legit and fine. But I love this fucking mayor character. Yes, holy shit! That's another aspect that James Gunn always nails. That like the the guy who's supposed to be like in charge. But you can just tell it's full of shit. Yeah, he's falling apart. Yeah, at the and he's scenes. just a scumbag. Like, yeah, he just like that. He's just very good at that character, like nailing that character. Yeah. Fucking move, <laughs> cocksucker! <laughs> I love when he uh, that scene towards the end. 
uh, it's set to, to every woman in the world to me, uh, when yeah. he's like turning into a zombie and like he's just finally giving in. So oh, yeah. On that yeah. He's just like, like I don't want to do that. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, please just kill me, man. Just bang. <laughs> like, uh, I think his shining moment was when he was helping clear out the bodies from the barn. Oh, he's like, smells like rotting mayonnaise in <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's one thing I noticed in this movie. Like, they they threw in, like, those movie one-liners that you only see in movies. Yeah. But the ones that they do use are all things you would absolutely, like, or have, like, you know the person who would say them in real There's life. There's James Gunn right there. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one teacher in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that Michael Rooker thinks is hitting on Elizabeth Banks. Yep. Um, oh, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Everybody's uh, hitting on Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> when they first see like him transform when he's like attacking that cow. Yeah. And the one guy is like, oh man, it looks like something that fell off my dick in the war. <laughs> like everybody knows that guy. Like yep. you've worked with that guy. Like, yep. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there's another one too. It's I think it's him and the mayor when they're talking. It's right before like the whole thing in the barn. Oh, it's uh he's like, you got something going on with you and the deputy? You share Deputy Maggie? He's yeah. like Deputy Maggie packs a uh, box lunch, and the mayor's like, "No shit!" Like I, his reaction is like, "Again, you know those two guys. Like, yeah, you've worked with those guys. Yep. Like I just everybody knows that character. Holy shit! Deputy Maggie packs a box lunch. <laughs> no shit. Uh, anybody not uh, picking up on that? I mean, she's a lesbian. Yeah. Like, it's just the crassest, crudest yeah. way to yep. acknowledge it. Yeah. Oh, but it was just, it made me laugh. <laughs> I ain't never seen any shit like this, and I watch a fuck ton of Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How fit was Michael Rooker in this? Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. I'd fuck him. <laughs> this is like uh, when he was like in, in Mall Rats. Like that. <laughs> Buddy. Oh, he's he's not a Kevin Smith guy. He was in Mallrats. No, Donner. Oh, oh, Donner. Yeah, yeah. No, Donner's uh he's much more of like a serious 90s guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. He's like solid. Yeah. And that's another character that like just the guy who's like supposed to be like in charge, like, you know, he's got the younger, hotter wife, like, you know, she was of course he's cheating on, like. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't cheat on her. He was flirting with that girl. Before oh, he hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he came to his senses. Ooh, excuse me. That's the thing. Is like he's the the villain, Michael Rooker's character. Like he's an asshole. He's really not like villainous asshole until yeah. He's just like, until until like he gets taken over by the the slug alien creature thing. Yeah, just kind of like an unctuous, like... He's a prick. Slimy character, yeah. He's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta open up my emails here. Oh, getting ready for the trivia? Yeah. Alright, I think that's a, uh, the signal then. Let's... Uh... No, 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 no. It huh? doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Alright, we, right. we can still talk movie. Talk movie. Oh, the karaoke scene. Yeah. <laughs> woman singing the crying uh. game. Uh, <laughs> it looks like Patton Oswalt. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh. Um, I got a question for you. Yes. When this came out, do you know if this was a like a success? 
Um, it or did, did it just kind of like it did better yeah. than I think expected. It got yeah. critical. It got critical acclaim. Yeah. Um, that's how I, I know I came about like being aware of it. Like I remember waiting it for it to come out on, uh, waiting for it to come out on video. Like I didn't see it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, but I remember I kept reading about it at the time. So I'm like, yeah, I, I got to see this when it comes out. I didn't see it for a long time after it came out because I, I remember seeing, like maybe it was trailers for it or like I saw advertisement for it somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, eh, this just looks kind of stupid. And it is but it's like it's it's, it's fun stupid. it's fun yeah. stupid yeah yeah it's enjoyable stupid it's like um it's definitely not like a serious watch yeah this is a good it's like, not quite a party movie i would say it's a party movie would if you if you're hanging out with, like if you're hanging out like halloween time like okay with some people having some drinks like, small wanna, group i'd yeah. say yeah okay small group yeah but uh no, you don't. You don't really have to invest a whole lot into this one to to really get everything out of it. Yeah, because there's not there's not much, that much depth. It's your standard um, horror movie. Like, yeah. just people are trying to survive. It's all you need to know. Yep. <laughs> um, there is depth if you want to find all the references to other horror movies, which there are a lot of. Yeah. Like this movie is lousy with references. Huh. I noticed at one point the bar is Henenlotter's like yeah. lounge, which is a, a nod to Frank Henenlotter, I'm assuming. Yep, it is. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Well, how long have we been going here? 25 minutes. Holy 26 shit. minutes. We chop off the first few minutes of that anyway. We did bullshit for a while. Yeah, right? a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm okay to rate this movie now. Right. Um. Uh, I'm at like a six. Yeah, I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven five. Yeah, I I do really really enjoy this movie, but I I do acknowledge that there are shortcomings. Yeah, um, like you said, you know the the comedy can be a little bit out of proportion at times. The CGI, I, like I, I I respect that they tried to use it in the appropriate manner. Yeah, but I think towards the end of the movie, it does get out of balance a little bit. They use a little bit. Yeah, too much. like the the scale of what was happening yeah. was just too big for them to do everything practically. Yeah, which it happens. Like whatever. Um, but I mean, aside from that stuff, I just I really love this movie. Like the whole, it's the whole again, just the James Gunn feel and vibe. Like yeah, tell me when the movie's coming out, I'll be yeah. there to watch it. Yep. Everything is so gross in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even the little fucking thing at the beginning here. Ugh. I've been alive for a billion years. <laughs> I thought that was cool when the when the one girl sees like the visions of like the other planet which yeah. is slug out. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she like dips into the hive mind. Yeah. Uh a la Pacific Rim. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, the yeah. same fucking basically the same thing happened. Yeah, well, this is like... But this was 12, 12 years earlier? No, this is 2006, so like eight years earlier? Six years? When was Pacific Rim? 2014, I think? Was it? I uh, think so. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> this came first. All right. God, that beer's gross. Are you ready for some IMDb trivia? Let us do the trivia. All right. 
not to bother you with trivia. In the opening scene, as they pan down the street, you can see R.J. McCready's funeral home. R.J. McCready was Kurt Russell's character in The Thing from 1982. Yeah. And then Russell wound up uh, working with uh, James Gunn 11 years later on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. Kurt Russell is awesome in that movie. Uh, Kurt Russell is He's awesome just awesome. Movies, yeah. Uh, also, McCready, newest addition to the uh, the trophy shelf here in the yeah. studio. Yeah. Yeah. I picked it up so, at Saratoga Comic Con. It's so sick. Um, the uh, I told you at the con, like, the best part of that action figure is that it has an accessory that is a scotch bottle. <laughs> uh, Michael Rooker. Oh, my God. This is the best fucking thing ever. This is the most Michael Rooker shit ever. <laughs> Michael Rooker accidentally broke his glasses off camera while doing kung fu kicks by himself. <laughs> That really is the most Michael Rooker thing ever. I don't know if he was drunk or just vibing. I remember when, like, Corona first started, like, he was, like, one of the first, like, celebrities who got coronavirus. Yeah. And, like, his, like, treatment was, like, he just locked himself in, like, an Airstream trailer, like, on his property for, like, a week straight with, like, nothing but, like, you know, basic food and water. (laughs) Like, yeah, you like, like, I'm just going to sweat it out and just kick this thing's ass. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's still with us, so it yeah, really worked. it worked. Yeah. Uh, in the script, Brenda is the niece of Randy Flagg. Uh, Randall Flagg is the oh. bad guy in several Stephen King novels, including The Stand. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, that that Randall Flagg, he gets around. He's in a lot of. Is he in Dreamcatcher also? I think he's in Dreamcatcher. He's in uh, he's in the Dark Tower. All of the Dark Tower. Yeah. Like, um, and then he he shows up in all kinds of other shit too. The um the slugs from this movie show up in at least one other movie. I know that. Oh really? Yeah. They are uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. They're uh, in the. They go to the. To visit the collector at one point, there's he's just got like all these like cells with things in them, and like yeah. one of them is full of these slugs. Like you can see like Tobias Funke from Arrested Development in oh, another really? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> James Gunn is a weirdo. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Um, Gunn and Fillion both agree that the most horrifying scene in the movie is the bit. With Grant having sex with his wife. Uh, quote, Elizabeth did not have to act much in this scene, says Gunn. As Rooker was groping her, there he flicks her nipple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of like really. It was yeah. a very like uncomfortable scene. It was yep. very cringy. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Uh, and apparently one of the producers fought hard to have Gunn cut the nipple flick. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I just imagine Michael Rooker is just the character he always plays in movies. <laughs> like yeah, he's just playing himself. Yeah. Much like Nathan Fillion, uh, that is my only real critique of Nathan Fillion is that he basically plays the same dude in everything. Yeah. That's just like, like easygoing, charismatic, lovable scamp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, except for 
Dr. Horrible sing-along block where he played just a prick. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he was the bad guy, one of the bad guys in the last season of Buffy. Uh, and he was a fucking really good bad guy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see him in more movies. Like, yeah. He, I know he's a television guy, but... They, like, they keep kind of, like, he was supposed to play, like, Wonder Man, I think. <clears throat> oh, really? Um, I think James Gunn was trying to get him in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but there's, like, a very, like, in-the-background movie poster where Nathan Fillion is billed as a Simon Williams in a movie who is Wonder Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not overly familiar with that character. Uh, he's, like, an 80s, like, he was bigger in, like, the 80s, West Coast Avengers. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, West Coast Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, here's some more Rookerisms. Uh, Rooker dislocated his shoulder while filming the scene where he attacks Starla and grows a floppy arm. It was a long shooting day with multiple setups, and he didn't tell anyone until the shot was in the can. <laughs> True professional. Yeah. That was yeah. another just nasty scene where his, like, his yeah, fucking was... arm just, like, turns into a tentacle and yeah. slithers around her neck. Was like gross. <laughs> I guess a lot of the scenes can be boiled down to, yeah, it was gross. <laughs> uh, the scene where Grant is visiting Brenda and her baby was... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to start this over like a person that can read. <laughs> the scene with Grant visiting Brenda and her baby was filmed in a house in British Columbia that smelled of cat piss and other odors. Uh, Gunn recalls being stuck in there gagging while the rest of the crew... We're thankful to be outside. Um, and we have a quote here. But still, thank you very much to the family for letting us use your house, said Nathan Fillion. <laughs> that's pretty nasty. I imagine that that's some of the worst parts about filmmaking is that you you sometimes have to go into... These random ass locations. Just, yeah, like weird fucking places. Like houses that stink like cat piss. Uh, Gunn is no fan of the shot where the worms cover Party and Starla. He said, I think the worms look really bad. Yeah, it's really bad scene. I agree with him yeah. very much. There was, like, ways to get around it, and they did a couple of them. Like, um, in the scene where the girl's escaping from the house again. Yeah. Where she hides in the truck. Instead of showing the truck being, like, engulfed in the worms, they show her inside. Like, her, you know, her, like, kind of cuddled up in the seat. And then, like, the shadows of the worms, like, slowly yeah, yeah. Like, do that kind of stuff to, like, yep. hide that shit. Yeah, that's very Hitchcockian kind of kind of way to do it. Yeah. Um, the name of the high school is Earl Bassett High, after the character in Tremors. Oh, yeah, who just uh, rest, uh, rest in peace. away. Yeah, rest in Fred peace. Ward. Fred Ward. Man upstairs. Um... I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Uh, inspiration for the film, according to James Gunn, the first image that hit his mind uh, was of a young woman with an alien-like worm flapping and burrowing into her mouth. The story and title came later as he decided to bring back the feel of the films he loved from the 80s. Uh, specifically, he mentions wanting to honor The Fly, The Thing, Basket Case, Return of the Living Dead, and more. All right, I can see that. And there are homages to pretty much all of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's basically like 
horror fan service, like top to bottom. Yeah, this is this, a, this, is this a, whole movie. There's like comics who are comics, comics. Yeah, this is a horror fans like horror movie. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We've got a few more, a few more. Uh, the alien slug swimming toward Kylie in the foamy bathtub is also a nod to A Nightmare on Elm Street uh, when Freddy's bladed glove emerges from between the legs of a sleeping Nancy while she's taking a bath. Like, that one was obvious. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even subtle at yeah. all. I, I didn't pick up on it until you just said it. Are you really kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> but it is obvious. Now wow. It, yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say there's a similar shot in the uh, 90s invasion of body snatchers also. Um, I don't know. That's very possible. Uh, would you like a casting decision Ooh, Excuse me, that I'm glad was not followed through on? Let's hear it. Ewan McGregor was considered for the role of Bill Party. Nah. Wouldn't have liked it. Nah. No. He's not like... Nathan Fillion's like a big dude. Like he he's a guy I believe is a cop. Yeah. I don't believe Ewan McGregor would be a cop. Like no. yeah. <laughs> also, Jedi Obi-Wan Kenobi? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Like Yeah. Heroin <laughs> addict? Yeah. 100%. Definitely. Um burly southern cop? Mm, not so much, no. Yeah. There's uh, there's also just something about Nathan Fillion's charisma that this character needs. Yeah. And not that Ewan McGregor is a bad actor. He's fucking phenomenal. It's just like, this is not him. He's far too pretty of a man to be a <laughs> sheriff. Like... <laughs> he ain't got no scars or nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that man wears a size 8 ring. <laughs> Uh, so nasty when the fucking like tentacles first come out. And, yeah, the and pray, ba basically the fucking sex scene here. It, yeah, is alien peni. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have both of them in you for the worms. <laughs> oh, that's just fucking awesome! <laughs> I love that line. Then <laughs> <laughs> he had fucking alien jizz coming out of his stomach. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> fucking nasty. Did you stick around for after the credits? No, there's a post-credit scene. Well, the post-credits coda shows a cat being uh, possessed by the last surviving creature. In an early draft, this was meant to happen to Bill uh, after the Grant creature is destroyed. Starla sees the resulting wound later, prompting her to shoot Bill to death. Man, I missed that. But I, I, I like the cat being infected better than Bill, because I like the character of Bill. Yeah, I, I love the character of Bill. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's all I've got for trivia. Right. There were a few more things, but they were all like, this is a reference to this movie, and I didn't want it to be like, that was all it was. Um, yeah, I didn't think about it. I, I, like, I, could use, I could use a sequel to this. Because mm. I don't, like... It would be, you know, if James, you know, asterisk, if James Gunn were doing it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to like a cash-in sequel done by just the studio. Like, Well, it would have to be a cash-in because think about the cast. Oh, you're never going to get cast together. The, yeah, because this was 2000, well, they were making it in 2005. Yeah. These people blew the fuck up 
post this movie. The only per- look, I guarantee you though, Michael Rooker is there day one. Well, yeah. Nathan Fillion probably the same thing. He's also been in like every James Gunn movie. Yeah. Um, but like you're you're not getting like Elizabeth Banks. Uh, no. Even though Jenna Fisher's only in it for like a minute or two, you're still. I mean, like she's not even all that much anymore. But like, how's their relationship? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she died in it anyway. That's right. Yeah. Um, I want to say these slugs come up again in Peacemaker, maybe also. Yeah, I think so. I, I want to say they show up in that in that series also. Anything's possible. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to the next segment. Yeah. Uh, the better known as uh, as soon as I can find the cursor. There we go. There it is. Hey, it's right there. Yeah. Um. All right. Starting off with director James Gunn. Uh, I have mentioned him many times on the show. You I, love him. I really do. I really lo- I like James Gunn, Edgar Wright, like those type of directors. Like again. Just the movie's coming out. Yep. Uh, right, buddy? He's more of like a 70s writer, <laughs> guy. Like, I think he's down to watch anything with Rutger Hauer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> Fascists. <laughs> uh, I have his writing stuff up here, but I will start off uh, with his directing credits because uh, they are impressive on their own. Um, he is, of course, probably best known as right now as the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy series, mm-hmm. uh, which for my money as a Marvel fan, uh, possibly the best of the MCU. Um, uh, both of those movies are amazing. I cannot wait for the holiday special this year. And I just I absolutely cannot wait for part three uh, next year, which is going to wrap up the series. Is uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Now, don't take this the wrong way. Good. <laughs> Bite me. No, no. That's that's the thing. It's like they get this this crazy cast, which shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah. Like I, I did enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I didn't I don't think I saw the second one. But okay, that that was wildly popular. Yeah. Obviously yeah. you need to make a second one. Make a second one. Obviously wildly popular. Okay, gonna make a third one. It's enough. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, enough. Like, the like, story will wrap. I mean, the story that he's telling will wrap up in the third one. Yeah. Um, Don't keep cashing in, cashing in. Yeah, because yeah. that's when it gets weak. Well, that's the thing about the Guardians too. That that team is like known for having different iterations and different things. So you could have a completely new creative team come on and tell a whole new story yeah. with a whole new like you know maybe you have one person show up from the old crew to like kind of just oh hey I'm here blah 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 yada 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 yeah but Take do you think break. now. That's what, and they try. That's actually, what deep cut Marvel nerds know. Yeah, yeah. The casual Marvel cinematic universe fans probably don't know that. Yeah, yeah. So you slap on the Guardians of the Galaxy on a team that is not the ones I, they know. I, I know, I know exactly how they would do it. Rocket and Groot are going to be the only same thing because those are CGI characters. Like, yeah, you can get Bradley Cooper for like two or three days to run off his line. Same thing with fucking. You get Vin Diesel for an hour. Just show yeah, up and say, I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. Boom, he, does, he doesn't even do it anymore, does he? Uh, I, I thought he did, yeah. I oh, does he? he did. The, the, what, they just, like, pitch shift it? He seems to be the guy who would cling the fuck on to that role. Like, <laughs> What else has he got? Yeah, exactly. Till grim death. Like, he's not letting go of I am <laughs> he's Groot. Got, he's got I am Groot and this the is a, this is family. Yeah. Uh, and that's another dude who is apparently not fun to work with. <laughs> really? Uh, the director of those movies just quit because, like, he's like, I can't deal with him anymore. 
Uh, that dude, Justin Lin. Fuck this bald putz. <laughs> um, aside from uh, the Guardians uh, movies, he also just... Uh, Super. Uh, yeah, I, I will get to that. Yeah, I was going to say he switched, uh, as you say in the comic business, he went to the other side of the street uh, and directed The Suicide Squad for DC and yep. The Peacemaker TV series, uh, both of which are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, uh, you're thinking superhero movies... 100% not your typical superhero movies. Like, the Suicide Squad is the Dirty Dozen yeah. like, with superheroes. Um, Peacemaker is really, <clears throat> like, about, like, intergenerational trauma and, like, just, ne- like, kind of overcoming people's expectations of you. Like, just because everybody thinks you're going to be a piece of shit, maybe you don't have to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, it's very deep, but at the same time, it's goofy and funny. It's the same like type of humor as this. Where like, it, same thing with the Suicide Squad. It, both of them are just fucking chef's kiss. Yeah. Like as far as you know, comic entertainment goes. If you're looking for something different that's not a Marvel movie, I cannot recommend the Suicide Squad enough. Okay. Um, really, just fucking phenomenal movie. Uh, and the same like, if you watch that, like if you enjoy it, watch Peacemaker, the follow up. Like. Again, like, uh, not again, this is the first time I'm saying it. You would not think John Cena would be, like, a great actor. you think, oh, he's a wrestler. Like, yeah. not only is he funny, like, he will tear your fucking heart out in Peacemaker. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that he's actually conversationally fluent in Chinese? Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say there was, like, a movie or something where he was speaking Chinese, like, or maybe just, like, a video of, his, like, somebody filmed of him speaking Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to say I did know that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, surprisingly, really good actor. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned Super, which is another great movie. Uh, super, super dark. Oh, it's so dark. <laughs> yeah. It's so dark. Way dark. Uh, with Rain Wilson uh, and Elliot Page. Um just very, very dark, but again, really good movie. Um, there we go. Uh, keep losing the cursor. I think I'm just a little bit too far away from the thing. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, we're up to Slither, and that was his first really feature-length film. Everything before that is a little short, or like a TV series episode. Mm-hmm. Did an episode of the Troma's Edge TV series. Uh, the Sergeant Kabuki Man public service announcement. TV Jesus story. Christ. <laughs> Um, he did, I, he did some stuff on some of the other Marvel movies that I, I did not realize this, but he did a, it looks like he did a, the mid credits sequence on Thor, the dark world. Uh, and he filmed Sam, uh, bleh, Sam Lee. Good Lord. My nerd card taken away for that. Yeah. Stan Lee's cameo in the original Dr. Strange movie. Um, and as far as his writing stuff, um, he wrote the first, actually the first two Scooby-Doo movies. He wrote both of them. Uh, which are goofy, but I still think enjoyable. Um, I, I really like that they make Scrappy Doo the villain because yeah. everybody hates Scrappy Doo. I I really like those live action movies. Yeah, they're good movies. Like they're just fun. The, I love the look at the monsters too in the in, in the second one where they do like all the original monsters, like yeah. right in the beginning. Yeah, with all the throwbacks. Yeah, like that is what that is what Scooby Doo needs to be for like current audiences, like the adult themed scooby-doo show or well the velma show that they're going to do i fucking yeah. hate the entire idea of that I, I don't want a dark and gritty scooby-doo like there's a way you can do an adult scooby they did 
they well, did you... they did Scooby Apocalypse comic oh. books. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, I think James Gunn has been on record as saying he wanted the first movie to be R-rated. Yeah. And like, yeah, the studio. I don't want it. I don't want it. But I, but again, doing what they did with that movie, I think it would have made it even better. Like, it wouldn't have been like tits and ass, like gritty horror. Yeah. It would have been that same campy feel, but like, you know, because there's a lot of like, like a lot of like weed humor and stuff in that movie. Like, yeah. I think it just would have been more of that. Yeah. But like to, to go all the way to R with it. Probably more in the horror too. More of like, maybe a little bit more gory. The, the thing that I, I maybe it's just my personal experience with it is what I love about Scooby Doo is no matter what version of Scooby-Doo is available, I can enjoy it with my kids. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it, and they yeah, enjoy it at the same I time. That. I can see from that. I like see, seeing it from a fan of somebody who grew up on Scooby-Doo. Like, I would like to see that. Oh, I, I'm back from my mic, yeah. Yeah. Now that you mentioned, like, see, I, I, don't, I don't ever yeah. think of that. Anyway. No, and, and I, I get yeah. it. Like, I, I get why somebody would want it. It's, yeah. it's not for me. Like, that's not yeah. anything Scooby-Doo related that thing, I want. Like, another thing is, like, I, why I don't want it to be this dark and gritty thing. Because it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, it's it, it's supposed to be scary, but, like, fun at the same time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't want that. No. I don't, like... <sighs> Uh, so I don't wish ill on the careers of anybody that's involved in that Velvet yeah, show. Yeah, one of these people like fuck Mindy Kaling. Like, no, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with her. Yeah, like she, she is doing a thing that she either a thinks is going to be a good move for her career, or b enjoys the idea of, or it could be both. Yeah. So that's whatever. It just I don't want it to go on because I don't need that in my life. Yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. Um, he did some of the writing on 13 Ghosts, which is also not a horrible, uh, like, B-horror movie from the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, I just watched it again. It's recently. a remake. Yeah. It's like, uh, it was like, maybe like 50s or 60s, the original one? Uh, 60s, I think. Yeah. Um, he also wrote the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which I, I really do enjoy that movie. I, uh, you, you talk about it so much that I am going to have to go back and rewatch it, because I did not enjoy it when I, really? when it first came out. It was not for me. I I mean, I was a huge fan of the original. I mean, like this was also... I really, really loved zombie movies before they burned them the fuck out. Yeah. So this was, like, the first real, like, big... You know, aside from 28 Days Later, excuse me, the first, like, big zombie movie that we're getting in, I couldn't tell you how long. The only two things that ever stuck out for me in the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead was the zombie baby, which was stupid. I, yeah, I don't enjoy that. People seem to like that. I... I could have done without that. And when they were hunting for celebrity lookalikes in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, Zack Snyder is really hung up on that zombie baby concept because he pulls it out again in Army of the Dead, too. Yeah, it's dumb. <coughs> you'll you'll never you'll never <laughs> you'll never top trauma in that because they did it first in um Redneck Zombies. That's <laughs> with the uh, the poisonous moonshine. Yep. <laughs> that movie is "Quote unquote great." <laughs> <laughs> um, he wrote the story for the video game Lollipop Chainsaw, which was very uh, like referential of George Romero. Yeah, um, another zombie like video game. Uh, he wrote the Guardians movies. Uh, he wrote the Belko Experiment. That's a good movie too. Um, uh, who directed that? Have you ever seen this? 
I have not. I I, I do want to. I I, rec- I watched it like one night, like on a whim. Greg McLean. Yeah, because it was one of those things. Like oh, I, I wanted to see this, and it was like late at night, and I'm like, do I have time for a movie? Like, yeah, yeah I'll watch it. It's a good watch. It's just like it's like battle royale in an office. In an right? office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really really liked it. Uh, there's also that similar movie with um, what's his name from The Walking Dead? Uh, like, Mayhem. Like, Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, that was that. fun. That was a good movie too. Yeah, uh, but I, I, yeah, I recommend the Belco Experiment. Um, so yeah, James Gunn, you've uh, he's working on a Starsky and Hutch TV series oh, and a Wiley Coyote boy. movie. I don't think anybody's going to care about a Wiley Coyote movie. Is it animated or is it? Uh, if I know, oh Jesus Christ. John Cena and Will Forte are in it. Um, it's maybe like a mix of live action and. I was gonna say if if it follows suit with like uh, the current trend, it's going to be animated characters in the real world. Which, before you got here, we just watched the uh, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. I that genuinely looked... laughed at that like oh, really? sections of that movie. It was pretty funny. It looked dumb as shit. It, it is pretty dumb, but like I like I said, there were there were things that made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Chippendale. Yeah, that's gonna be stuck in my head for like a fucking week now. Rescue Rangers, Chippendale, when there's danger. Was that in the movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you'll oh, hear that good. several times. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. How about? To, oh wait, hold on. Was Gadget in the movie? Yes. Okay. All of them? Yeah. All the Rescue Rangers in it? It's it's a very meta movie. They play it as like Rescue Rangers was a TV show. Yeah. And like they were all actors in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty funny. I was a big fan of Monterey Jack. <laughs> yeah, he's like one of the key points. The, the the whole plot is like there's this like mysterious people like kidnapping old cartoon characters. And, Weird. Yeah, and bootlegging them, like turning them into like <laughs> like just changing their look and forcing them to make shitty remakes of their movies. Yeah. Uh like the one example was like in the beginning you see like on TV Flounder from The Little Mermaid gets captured. Yeah, and then like you find out later on, they make uh, he plays in Steve starring in, um, oh, what the fuck was the name of it? It was like Small Fish Chick or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, Nathan Fillion, uh, who played uh, Billy, what was his last name Party Party? Yeah, Bill Party. Uh, I said because uh, I first I'm like, is his name Billy Barty? No, I was, yeah, no, he's not the. Uh, the famous little actor. No, uh, and the <laughs> and how bad of a name is Grant Grant? <laughs> Grant Grant. Um, yeah, Nathan Fillion is one of those guys who's just everywhere. Um, he's been on that show, The Rookie, since 2018. I didn't realize it's been on that long. Damn. Um, before that, he was on Castle, also on ABC. Uh, that ran probably about the same time, four years or so. Castle. I think so, didn't No, it? Castle had uh, seven seasons. Oh, no shit. Damn. Seven or eight. I did not I did not realize uh, also he's on Resident Alien with uh, Alan Tudyk. I I wanted to love that show yeah. so much because I, I I love Alan Tudyk. It just didn't do anything for me. I, I haven't watched it. Like, it looks okay. Just It's funny. Yeah. But, like... The the joke kind of wears thin after a while. Yeah, yeah. Like, we get it. He's an alien. He does weird things. Yep. 
Uh, he's done a bunch of voices on Robot Chicken. Uh, mainly, he does the voice of the Green Lantern. Uh, he's done like all their DC specials. Uh, he's on Big Mouth too uh, on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. oh, he's like a regular character on that. Yeah, he was in uh, the Suicide Squad, uh, which we just talked about a moment ago. Uh, he plays Wonder Man on the Modok series. I forgot about that, which unfortunately was just canceled. Sure was. Yeah, which was pretty pretty funny. I really enjoyed that. Pat Oswalt uh, doing the voice of Modok. Um, he does the voice of the Green Lantern in a lot of DC animated movies. Uh, pretty much like any time they tried out the Green Lantern in one mm-hmm. of those. Uh, I didn't realize he was on the Venture Brothers. Only four episodes though. Brown Widow. I need to watch that show. Like it's one of those shows I know I'm going to enjoy. Oh, you'll I, love it. Yeah, I just never sat down and watched it. I used to. I used to be a diehard fan of it, and then I just. I don't know. I just kind of fell away from it. Uh, he was on Modern Family for a while. Uh, he was on that show Santa Clarita Diet. He played a zombie head. Uh, he did voices for Destiny, the video game. I forgot about that. Uh, he's done a lot of cartoon voice work. He was in Rick and Morty. Have you have you seen Con Man? Uh, no. No, I haven't. Are you familiar with it's it? It's him and Alan Tudyk, right? Yeah. Uh, it's about them going to, like, comic conventions and stuff. Um, so... Yeah, they were on a TV show together. Like in in this universe, they were on a space TV show together. <laughs> yes. And then one of them went on to have a career, and one of them kind of didn't. And then they go to these comic conventions and shit for the show. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Played Warner von Braun on Drunk History. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sent some voices for the Halo video games. Uh, I forgot he was on Community for a couple episodes. Uh, let's see, Green Lantern again. Oh, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, he does the voice of an alien uh, when they're in prison. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman also uh, like plays his like sidekick. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he's in Guardians. Uh, let's see, anything else? Monsters University, he was a voice in. Oh, the guild. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched, like, the first season of that, and it was okay. I just never finished it up. Uh, We mentioned a little while ago Dr. Horrible's sing-along vlog, which is pretty funny. Uh, Just disregard who the creator is for now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, To this day, I still put on that soundtrack every now and then. (laughs) The hammer is my penis. The hammer. I'll show her the ham jet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he was on Desperate Housewives on ABC. Uh, he was in One Life to Live. Huh. Did some soap opera work. Uh, he's on an episode of Lost. That was right after he did this movie. Uh, and of course, uh, he's probably most well-known as Malcolm Reynolds uh, in Firefly and Serenity. Yeah. Uh, if you're a sci-fi fan, uh, you're, you're familiar with Firefly then. Uh, because seriously, how can you call yourself a sci-fi fan? Yeah, well, here's <laughs> here's the thing. If you love sci, uh, if you love Serenity, you talk about it all the time. Yeah. If you don't love Serenity, you are sick of people talking about it all the time. <laughs> or Firefly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's interchangeable. Yeah. Well, Serenity. Serenity, Serenity was the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Firefly yeah. was the show that got unjustly fucked canceled. by Fox. Yeah. 
I don't know why the show that we're airing in uh, unsequential order isn't popular. Yeah, garbage time slot. Yeah, we keep canceling it and people just don't watch it. Why? Like, oh, God, it was so good. Yeah. And yeah, Serenity, the movie uh, follow-up is awesome too. Uh, and I mentioned before he played Caleb. Uh, he was one of the villains uh, in the last season of Buffy. Uh, really, really good bad guy. He was such a bastard. Two guys, a girl at a pizza place? Yeah. For real? He's on every episode of that, apparently. Jesus. If there were 60 episodes of it. Uh, he did a voice on King of the Hill. Oh, no. He was in the terrible Dracula 2000 Oh, movie. no. This is the one where Gerard Butler is Dracula. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and he was in Saving Private Ryan. He was the uh, the first Private Ryan that they find, the, the, the mistaken one. Minnesota Ryan. Yeah, the guy who freaks out. Like, they tell him his brother died. He's like, he's only 11 years old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was like his first major role. He had a few small ones before that, but really yeah. nothing, uh, nothing of note. Uh, but yeah, awesome actor, just very charismatic guy. Uh, He's the kind of dude that you would want to just hang out with. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to Elizabeth Banks, um, she is probably most well known from her role in the Hunger Games movies. Uh, I was going to say Zach and Mary, but yeah, I mean, for our audience, it's probably Zach <laughs> and Mary. Um, she was also on Modern Family for a while. Oh, that's right. She was Wild Style in the Lego Movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She's in those Pitch Perfect movies. I've never seen a single one. Uh, she played herself on Curb Your Enthusiasm. She was in the Muppets TV series. I think she was like, like her and Miss Piggy had like a beef going for some reason. I think. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, she's also done some voices on Robot Chicken. What the hell is movie forty three? Is that that is because that's come up? It's like a credits. yeah. James Gunn directed a segment. It's like a like a comedy movie where there's like different segments. In it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she was also on 30 Rock for a while. She played uh, Alec Baldwin's wife. Is that supposed to be... Like, 30 Rock is supposed to be, like, kind of a behind-the-scenes of Saturday Night Live yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a really, really funny show. Uh, Amanda and I just rewatched it not that long ago. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno, which is a really funny movie that I enjoy. Yep. I love it. Yeah. It's the only movie that I've ever seen that has uh, MC Chris music in it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She just frosted me like a cake. Uh, <laughs> don't ever say shit covered in shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's right. I figured she's in the first three Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Uh, she plays Betty Brant. Oh. Uh, and of course, everybody has been on Law and Order, one of the flavors. Uh, yeah. At some point. Uh, she's in Wet Hot American Summer and the uh, the follow up series. Uh, both of those are pretty good. I think it's a prequel series, too. I've def never seen any of it. Oh, really? Wet Hot uh, American Summer is a pretty funny movie. Please excuse all my yawning. <laughs> I got very little sleep. I've been busy all day, and I'm very full of steak. <laughs> I get the meat sleeps right I now. I get the meat sleeps. <laughs> Um, it's like a throwback to um, 
like your 80s like teen sex comedy yeah it's like a porkies kind yeah. of thing right yeah yeah uh but it's just like all like comedians uh and that's really her uh she's on sex in the city all my children and that's all there is to say about that i guess yeah okay so we're we're watching the movie as usual how did you not see that this bathtub scene was a direct fucking lift from i just didn't it just i didn't even think about it <laughs> i mean i can clearly see it yeah, yeah. Like now yeah that scene in particular yeah yeah <laughs> the boobies distracted me okay. oh is that what it was yeah yeah <laughs> saw them very briefly yeah uh, moving on to Michael Rooker, uh, whose IMDb photograph still looks like the goon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. <laughs> still, I will point that out every time we see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that was like that's a live action movie I need to see now. Yeah, him as the goon, like hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, they can, I mean, he can pull it off. The goon's like a grizzled, like fucked up, like nasty looking dude anyway. Like, yeah, makeup on him. Yeah, yeah, but he's supposed to be like bulky. If, if fucking Mickey Rourke could play Marv, and but City. he was bulky. Yeah. <laughs> that was also right. It was also like twenty years ago. Yeah, eight, like eighteen years ago ish. <laughs> Oh, where she kills that thing with the curling iron. It's fucking nasty. Oh, yeah. And those yeah. fucking melted gummy bears come out of it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what he would best be known in. Known in Michael Rooker? Yeah. Uh, uh, Merle Dixon? Oh, Merle Dixon from The Walking Dead. I was going to say Yondu uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, definitely. Marvel stuff. Um, he is also in The Suicide Squad. And again, I always have to make the distinction. If you, you know, if you're following up my recommendation, don't watch Suicide Squad. Watch The Suicide Squad. <laughs> two completely different movies. Two completely different levels of quality. Uh, Michael Rooker, we previously talked about in our Lost episode on Love and Monsters. We did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was uh, one of the stars of that. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh. so I get to talk about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer all over again. <laughs> uh, pardon me. I forgot he was in Brightburn, which is a decent movie. Um, I still haven't seen it. Like, it's, I feel like such a schmuck being on a movie-centric <laughs> podcast and being like, yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. that. Eh, you know? Uh, you see what you see. You're in the wheelhouse. You've seen most of them, you know. Yeah. What we're talking about, you've seen. So. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with Brightburn, it's basically what if, uh, what if like Superman did not get those like wholesome American values installed in him by Mon Bakent? Yeah, it's like if he was like kind of a piece of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like to to the degree of being a villain or oh, outright villain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a horror movie. I mean, like he's oh okay. Yeah, outright just murdering people at the end of it. Um. I forgot he was on True Detective. How about that? That must have been the second season. Maybe. I think I gave up on it in the second season. The second season was not as good as the first season. Yeah. First season was... I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to vocalize the trauma 
received for watching the first season of that. Because <laughs> uh, that show was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. He will tear he's, your heart out at the end. Of yeah, he's he's been in a ton of shit. Uh, he's in the Belco experiment. Uh, which we just talked about a moment ago. Yep. He's played Merle on a lot of stuff, including uh, Conan. The Conan O'Brien talk show. Not uh-huh. the Barbarian uh, movies. I would love for Conan the Barbarian to have a late night talk show. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Aquilonia tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Samaria tonight, that's it. Although I think Aquilonia was like a Aquilonia, city. I think is the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Samaria. No, he's a Samarian. He's a Samarian. Yeah, I think Aquilonia was like maybe the country or the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's Simran in Samaria? Oh my Come God! In. Fuck you. <laughs> you know you want it. I do. <laughs> Fuck you still. <laughs> he was on an episode of Chuck, uh, which I will always recommend. That's a really good show. Uh, fun uh, action adventure show. He was in Mallrats. He was in Mallrats, yeah. Mr. Svenning. Would you like a chocolate pretzel? Yeah. <laughs> I hope to come. I, I hope to graduate also. I don't know. What is it? Uh, I hope to come out also someday, sir. Preferably in 69. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated come out 69. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just mangled the fuck out of that line Oh uh, yeah Anyway I've had a few beverages Look We do a show where we drink Oh he was on the Tremors TV series oh, That's a bummer Yeah Sorry Mike uh, uh, Almost everybody on the show Has been on the Outer Limits TV series uh, including Michael Rooker. Yeah. Um, I think it's another location thing. This movie is Canadian. Uh, Outer Limits was a Canadian TV series. Because uh, there is a lot of Canadian TV and movies uh, in these credits today. I didn't know The Outer Limits was uh, Canadian. Yeah, filmed in Vancouver, uh, which a lot of shows filmed in Vancouver. Um, as far as like modern stuff, like all of those... like. Uh, DC shows film in, film in Vancouver. Yeah, um, well... Because it's it's a big city location, but the, it's and tax breaks. It tax breaks, and, yeah. and it costs less to do it. Yeah, because it's not L.A. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we mentioned Mallrats, Tombstone. Oh, that's right, he is in Tombstone. It's McMaster's one of the fucking best westerns. One of the best movies. Ever. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't you can't pigeonhole it like yeah, that. Yeah, no, fucking amazing movie. Um, yeah. Thought you were brothers to the bone. Not after what they did to you and your women. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he, was in the, he was in Cliffhanger with uh, Sylvester Stallone. The Dark Half, uh, which we mentioned before, is a George Romero movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it George Romero or Stephen King? It's both of them. The Dark Half? Yeah. Uh, that might have been one of those things that they... Worked on together. Collabed. Yeah. George Romero directed it. Stephen King wrote it. So yeah, yeah. And, and Romero wrote it also. He did the screenplay... King of the novel. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, he was in the JFK. He's Rowdy Burns in Days of Thunder. Rubbin's Racing, baby. <laughs> um, I love that movie. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Did we, did we talk about that last week? 
Jason Thunder? Yeah. I, we it's it has come up at some point. Yeah. That is an awesome movie. Uh he's in Sea of Love with Al Pacino and Ellen Barkin. Uh Eight Men Out, the movie about the Chicago Black Sox. Oh, Mississippi Burning. Yeah. Uh that uh once we mentioned that not race not that long ago. Uh we did. Uh Denzel Washington it, uh, is it. in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which uh, we've mentioned from time to time also. Yep. That's a fucked up movie about a guy that lied a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's an above the law. That's a Seagal movie. Man in like Bar. The first Seagal movie, isn't it? Uh, No. I think Hard Target was? No, that's Van Damme. Oh, no, no, no. Um, it's hard to kill. To the internet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, we have it. Very much available to us. Uh, Season Seagal. Here we go. <laughs> we used to write comedy sketches, and that was one we wanted to write. Season Seagal. Steven Seagal, Cooking Season. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Above the Law. Yeah, it was. was oh, Hard, Hard to Kill, kill was the second yeah. one. He, oh, speaking of liars. <laughs> man, that's Steven Seagal. Oh, man. Like, you know, when I was a kid, cool movie, cool movie, cool movie, cool movie, cool movie. Eh, eh, and then just all downhill after that. Like, yeah. <laughs> after 95. Uh, like. Fire Down Below, I I want to say I vaguely remember not being terrible. Fire Down. Which was the one where he was like, like, a, like an ass-kicking environmentalist. I thought that was on Deadly Ground. Or it might have been Fire Down Below. Directed by Steven Seagal. That Woof. says... Woof. Everything. A mystical martial artist. Environmental agent. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a mystical martial arts <laughs> environmental agent. Oh, that's amazing. How do I get that credit? Like, it's, Hey, tell me this is a Steven Seagal movie without telling me it's a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> Whose last name is actually pronounced Siegel. <laughs> Steve Siegel. It is. <laughs> A mystical martial artist environmental agent. Hold on, let me put out this incense and take off my ghee. I have an oil <laughs> spill to attend to. <laughs> oh, that's the best movie credit ever. Fuck him. For real. Uh, I worked at the at the video store in this era right here. Oh, the early cranking out early to mid fucking two yeah, thousands. Straight to fucking video movies every six months. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Okay, so Half Past Dead definitely went to theater. Uh, this one I remember it was because it was like. The cover was him in a duster, like a leather duster. Oh, click on that somewhere. With like, uh, hold on, because I'm going to describe what the picture you're about to yeah. see. Him in like a leather duster. I want to say he's holding a shotgun with like the picture of like the Japanese like sun with the ray, like the, the red rays coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, please don't let me down, memory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. 
I forgot the explosion behind him also. When a government official is killed, an American operative with experience in the Yakuza culture is brought in to investigate. Director, Mink. Fuck! <laughs> Please click on Mink. Lowercase m, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, it looks like a mink. He looks like fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tyrion Lannister. Sure does. Yeah. I can't remember it's, that's name. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, yeah. I yeah, I just banged on the table. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mink still working. Good God. Golden State Warriors VR. Not big shit, but I mean <laughs> Into the Sun was the last movie he directed. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Also second. <laughs> You would not believe how well this piece of shit rented. We could not keep these fucking things on the shelf. Are you kidding me? I fucking shit you not, dude. People would go <laughs> nuts for these movies. Why? Well, it's also a video store at the like the very ass end of the video store era. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, the clientele coming in isn't exactly savvy on streaming services and yeah. stuff like that. Or, yeah, at that point, DVDs and Blu-rays. Which we, Ugh. yeah. Oh boy. Look at that painted on fucking widow's peak. He's got the. <laughs> it's like Dracula. <laughs> it's Dracula in a leather duster with <laughs> a shotgun or a. Is it a rifle? Yeah, it's a rifle. Oh my god! Can we do a subsection of this fucking podcast where we just talk about just Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal, yeah. <laughs> I'm so down with that. Holy shit! Or maybe that's, maybe that's just a second podcast that we do we'll go through all of his movies I've, I've said this before and just shit on them thoroughly about vin diesel and i'm saying it again for steven seagal he's a ridiculous <laughs> man like he's a ridiculous ridiculous man oh yeah no he's a piece of shit too <laughs> fucking clown shoes fucking gene labelle choked his ass out until he shit his pants I, uh, I always love watching those videos of him, like, giving quote-unquote martial arts demonstrations. Yeah. And it's clearly dudes he's paid off or, like, he's just standing there all fat in a karate <laughs> gi, like, in the middle of the fucking ring. And, like, yeah. They come running up to him and, like, he just touches them and they go flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had the gall to, to tell society at large that he helped train Anderson Silva. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, God. You lumpy piece of shit. Tom Segura's fucking comedy bit on him is the best thing ever. <laughs> Steven Seagal running? Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not even running. Oh. He just, like, talks about how fucking ridiculous he is. I'm thinking he must have... I think it was on a podcast on, like, maybe Two Bears, One Cave or something like that. Him and Burt Kreischer were talking about it. He's like, just Google... Steven Seagal running. There's yeah. fucking flappy hands. <laughs> no, you're talking about how he's just like, he's a fucking expert in everything. <laughs> and he's an unabashed fucking Vladimir Putin cocksucker, so. Yeah. Fuck him. Uh, Michael Rooker's much, much better person. We're going back to his IMDb. Holy shit, that was a fucking turn. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Don Thompson. He was uh, Nathan Fillion's uh, partner there in the beginning. You know, they're sitting in the car. Oh, the one with the mustache? Yeah, the older uh, cop. 
Uh, was there a reason I fucking saved him? He was in a lot of shit here and there. Hey, he was in Supernatural. He was in Supernatural. A lot of people were on Supernatural. Another, I think, Vancouver uh, filming series. Um, he was on The Killing on AMC, which is, I remember being like critically acclaimed. Is that uh, The Watchman? Watchman? He is in The Watchman movie, yeah, from 2009. He was in the Battlestar Galactica TV series. Never watched it. Uh, I started watching it, like, and it, just, it wasn't bad. Just at the time, like, it wasn't what I was looking for. Like, Yeah, I never saw the original either. Well, I, <laughs> I think a few episodes here or there, yeah. but nothing major. I, like, I, tr I really, really tried getting into it because of how, like, acclaimed it is. Uh, like, influential, but I just, eh. It was okay. Yeah. If that's your thing, I'm sure, like, it's fantastic. Uh, oh, he was on the Blade TV series. Barf. Which was terrible. It was that not was on good. Spike TV. Where Sticky Fingers from Onyx played Blade. <laughs> Sticky Y. Uh, he was in the Smallville TV series, which a lot of the actors in this movie were on. Uh, again, another Vancouver filming show. Uh, anything else? Uh, Cold Squad, which is a show that shows up on almost everybody's IMDb credit in this movie. Yeah. So I'm assuming Canadian show. I've never heard of it. Me neither. Uh, Outer Limits again. Da Vinci's Inquest, a syndicated show filmed in Canada. Poltergeist filmed in Canada. The TV show, that is. Uh, X-Files, another Vancouver show. Uh, and that's really it. Like, I saw Hawkeye. I'm like, is that Hawkeye? Like, like Marvel Hawkeye in the 90s? Nope, that's Hawkeye. Like, Mash of the Mohicans Hawkeye. Oh. <laughs> like, the original Hawkeye. All right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is that a Cobra TV series of, like, Marion Cobretti Cobra? <laughs> no. That's Cobra... Uh, yeah, that's a fucking car. Starring Michael Dudikoff. HBO Thursday Night Prime Star. <laughs> was he in anything that was good? No. <laughs> uh, this dude was in MacGyver, 21 Jump Street... Uh, Booker, the 21 Jump Street spinoff. And Airwolf. The show about an attack helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know Who's it to... about the helicopter? I mean, it was like Knight Rider, but with a helicopter. I mean, people yeah. were just there for the helicopter. Yeah. It showed up for like five minutes a week, probably, you know? Yeah. Uh, Greg Henry. So good. The, yeah, he was so good as the mayor in this. He, he's like, he's very good at playing that smarmy, like, scumbag and a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, he is in the Guardians movies as uh, Peter Quill's grandfather. Um, it's, um, what's his name? Chris Pratt, his character. I don't want that. He, he's a voice in the Blade Runner uh, anime, which I'm sure is just going to be fantastic. I passed it on uh, whatever streaming service it's on and decided I'm not going to watch that. I don't blame you. I'm a fucking diehard Blade Runner fan. Uh, I don't want that shit. Uh, of course, the standard Law & Order credit, Law & Order Organized Crime. I can tell you right now, he was on Castle. Yes, he was. Uh, let's see, Black Lightning. That was a DC series. American Crime Story. The fucking Belko Experiment. Yeah, Belko Experiment. Uh, Supergirl, another Canadian show. Uh, he played Blo uh, Blother... Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Brother Blood uh, in the Teen Titans Jews contract. I've never seen the movie. 
uh, the Judas Contract uh, comic story, fantastic. That was the one with uh, Deathstroke. And Terra. And Terra, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Belco Experiment, which we've been talking about. So that show Hell on Wheels, which I heard it was, was pretty good. I never watched uh, it. The first two seasons were really good, and then it just got kind of, like, mehy. played Brigham Young. Is that the uh, Mormon dude? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah, that's about that time period. Yeah. He was also on the Killing TV series. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, both 1 and 2 he's in. Uh, anything really... He's in a couple of the CSI shows. He's in Super also. Uh, let's see. He was in the terrible Dollhouse TV show. Ugh. Mentalist, ER, Gilmore Girls. Uh, was he in Murder She Wrote? Look, we will we'll get there was he? eventually. Was he? I need it. I need uh, to know. He was in Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, I forgot he was on Firefly too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, the first fucking episode of it. <laughs> uh, another C. He's been on all like of the CSI series. Is. Uh, Star Trek Hidden... Oh, video game. Hidden Evil. There are a shitload of Star Trek video games. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. It's Star Trek Insurrection, which is like notoriously the worst Star Trek movie. I wouldn't go that far. You ever seen Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first one's pretty bad. <laughs> At least Insurrection's got a plot. <laughs> and the thing we really... Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> he played one, two, three, four, five, six different characters in two. Oh no, I'm sorry. Get the throughout the entire fuck out of here. She wrote. Yeah, only once did he repeat those characters. A two-parter in 1986. Jesus Christ. Yeah. In 85. In 86, a fucking 11 years span. 91, 93, 94, and 96. Like. <laughs> What's this dude's name again? Fuck. Greg. Greg, we need you. I'm on my way. Like, Come on, Greg. He's got the murder she wrote hotline like in his office. Oh, my God. It's like the bat phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Jessica Fletcher needs it's you, red. Sir. It's red, but it's got a doily under it. <laughs> and can I say how surprised I was at the number of people this past weekend who truly appreciated that we were showing murder she wrote at our table. I know. Oh, my God. I was so surprised. For anybody that didn't make it out, I had a TV on our table, and I, for two days, was just playing the first season of murder she wrote. To be fair, on day two, we did watch Shin Godzilla. Oh, and the abominable Dr. Fibes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both of which people stopped and watched also. Yeah, that's true. But people were like, is this murder she wrote? Like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fuck a hot yeah. New show, all the kids did. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's hip to be square. I don't know what it is about murder she wrote. Mantis. Uh, wow. Put up three different, uh, three different credits tonight. I will always mention this terrible series whenever it comes up. Fuck. It was uh, 1984. It was a Fox show. Uh, about this, like, scientist who was, like, paralyzed, but invented, like, this, like, exoskeleton that would allow him to be a superhero. Uh, I just remember they advertised it on the back of comic books. Uh, and if you did that, you were pretty much burned into my memory forever. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how many fucking Game Genie ads I saw. Yeah, <laughs> fucking... with the, like, the, yeah the, the Game Genie coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how many ads for Hocus Pocus or uh, uh, Target? Adam's Family Values. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, man. That and Tiger handheld video games. I owned a lot of those games. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I owned the football one. That was actually a fun one. Because it, it was a simple concept. Like, yeah. Because like, when they got like later on, they were getting like way too high. They were, it was like Resident Evil, the handheld ti- you know, Tiger game. They made like, fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not happening. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but the football one was like the first one, I think, and it was awesome. Yeah. The Rape of Dr. Willis. <laughs> I know we've seen that title here before. Have we? 1991 TV movie. Jacqueline Smith, Holland Taylor, and Robin Thomas. Top cast. Maybe one of these people showed up. Uh, John Hawks. Yeah. He was in something that we did. Yeah. All right, let's... uh... Yeah, we're playing IMDb Detective now, in which we try to remember things we talked about for at least an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, Deadwood fucking oh you soul star yeah we definitely did talk about him being in some other fucking movie so he's an eastbound and down also what the fuck was it we'll get there we're only in 2011 right now yeah but it's bothering me (laughs) Uh, S. Darko Monk And Miami Vice. I love Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did we talk about this dude in? Crow, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> uh, to quote James O'Barr from this past weekend, whatever, I gotta check for those shitty movies. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Uh, he was on Buffy. Pacific Blue, another USA classic. Yep, I watched all of that. From Dust Till Dawn, he's Pete Bottoms. Yeah. The store clerk, that's right. Woo. Hoo, uh, go back, take a listen to our From Dust Till Dawn episode. That was a fun one. That was a fun one, yeah. Uh, he's also in Congo, which I, I like that movie. Mm. I remember seeing that in the theater when I was uh, 16, apparently. <laughs> the old Cinematanic Crossgates. Woof. Cinema 12, I'm sorry. Cinema 12. That was the one that was upstairs, right? Yeah, Cinema yeah. 10 was behind Northway Mall. Uh, and that's really all we give a shit about. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. That's yeah. it. That's it. Moving on. Dustin Milligan, he played, like, his credit is, like, Drawing Kid. What? Uh, and I, I honestly don't even remember the character. Uh, he is Ted on Shit's Creek. Uh, he's not like one of the main characters, but like I would say high tier, second like tier character. Well, he's in forty three episodes. Yeah, yeah, he's the fiance of um, Annie Murphy's character. She's like one of the main characters. Uh, Alexa Rose, I believe, is her character's name. Hmm. That's really the only thing anybody would uh, probably know him from. Uh, he was on an episode of Silicon Valley, which is a great show. I watched the first season and then gave up. Uh, I I enjoy that show. 
uh, anything really notable? No, that's really. It. I was I surprised that he was uh, he was that dude from Shit's Creek. <laughs> Who are you? Moving I'm on. that dude from Shit's Creek. Dude from Shit's Creek. Uh, Brenda James, uh, she played uh, Brenda. Brenda Gutierrez, the girl who gets gruesomely like impregnated and blows up like a giant tick. <clears throat> yeah, it's gross. Um, she's in like some horror stuff here and there. She's in an episode of Masters of Horror, uh, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which like several people in this movie. Were oh, like. she was in Jennifer, the Jennifer episode of Masters of Horror. I have not seen it. That was the one by Dario Argento. Oh, all right, all right. I am officially interested. Again, Cold Squad. Oof. I've never heard of that show, but it shows up in all of these. Uh, oh, movies. the Dead Zone. That's <laughs> right. Another USA show from the early two thousands. She was in Together. That was the um, the boy band show on MTV. Uh, that Chris Farley's brother was in. Oh shit! I think I remember that. Um, she was in The Lone Gunman, which is the spinoff of The X Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Outer Limits again. Uh, she was in the Weird Science TV show, another USA classic. On the 90s Ultraman. Stone motherfucking cold. Fucking B-movie classic, Stone oh. Cold. Oh. just did an episode of how... Chef Kiss. Fucking Brian Bosworth. <laughs> yeah. Um, that might have been like the first HBO Thursday Night Prime movie, I think. Oh, really? Because it... It definitely set the bar for going forward. Like <laughs> Lance Henriksen, yeah. Brian Bosworth. Um, if you are not familiar with Stone Cold, it is a a masterpiece <laughs> in like B nineties action. It movies. really is. Yeah, like and that's not like all bullshit aside. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ironically, and it's actually an enjoyable movie for yeah. what it is. Like, <laughs> um. Brian Bosworth was a a washed out like NFL player who had like one season and like hurt himself. Uh, yeah, he had a massive college career though. Yeah, and then he yeah. got drafted to the Eagles. Was it the Eagles or the Seahawks? I think Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, Seahawks. Same uh, shit. And then blew out his shoulder. Yeah. Um. So he tried to become an actor, and he made this movie Stone Cold, where he's like an undercover like FBI agent who infiltrates like a biker gang. Yeah. It is run by Lance Hendrickson and Whoo-wee is it a movie, man? <laughs> it is a movie. <laughs> I I recommend it. I was saying it so made hard. a follow up to this. Fuck with, you. With fucking Charlie Sheen. Maybe. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, this picture tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> A shirtless, bloody Brian Bosworth. Holding a gun. Yeah. With fingerless gloves on. <laughs> William, uh, William Forsythe. He's the one, uh, the guy who dies and they give him like the Viking funeral on the, uh, yeah. on the, they set him on fire on his bike. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sam McMurray. He was on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, God. It's so bad, but so good. Yeah. A, a, masterpiece in B-movie cinema. Uh, I need to watch this movie again. Joe Huff is his name. Fucking Lance Andrews is Chains Cooper. Chains Cooper. William Forsythe as Ice. <laughs> Highlight of his fucking career. <laughs> oh, 
Moving on. Lorena Gale. She played a person in this movie. Um, yeah. Of, yeah, she was in a lot of like one-offs here and there. A lot of like kind of popular stuff. They did a live-action Scooby-Doo TV movie back in like the late 2000s, uh, which thankfully didn't take on. Didn't take off. Uh, she was in that. She was in the, the last, not the last X Files movie. Uh, I want to believe, but I think it was like the second one. Uh, yeah, that was so one that, like had like nothing supernatural at all, like in the story. <laughs> it was about like a serial killer, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Battlestar Galactica again. Uh, the capture of the Green River Killer. Uh, she was in the reboot of the Bionic Woman back in two thousand seven. By the way, the Green River Killer, very gross human being. Like, very gross. Yeah? Yeah. Gary Ridgway. I only mentioned it because I figured you would have something yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, Gary Ridgway uh, murdered uh, upwards of 80 women. God damn. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he would uh, he would kill them and then, like, drop them by the Green River. But he would go back sometimes and do things to their corpses. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was real bad, real bad man. Oh, all right. Uh, Supernatural uh, shows up again, again. Vancouver show. Um. Hey, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's a good movie. Yeah. Did we watch that on a Sunday night? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, she's in the Fantastic Four movie, the one from two thousand five. Ah. I saw that in Puerto Rico, so it had Spanish <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> uh, let us see. Uh, Smallville shows up again. Again, another Vancouver show. Battlestar Galactica shows up again. Hey, Dead Like Me. That was a pretty decent show. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Dead Zone TV series again. Another you know Canadian Vancouver show. Uh, she was in Halloween Resurrection. Uh, wasn't that the one where, like, Michael Myers' ghost is killing people? Like, the one with, like, Busta Rhymes? Uh, Let's see. That was... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, where he kung fu fights him. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Hey, you know what movie was fucking god-awful? <laughs> Halloween Resurrection? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Weird. Weird how you knew I was going right for it. Fuck you, Deborah Hill. You fucking loser. <laughs> uh, Freddy Got Fingered, the Tom Green movie. Uh, Together shows up again. Robocop Alpha Commando. I did not remember this. TV series from the 90s, late 90s. F at least 40 episodes. Oh, it looks it like it's a cartoon. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. We were just about they, the era where RoboCop took place. How about that? Did did they think that kids in 98 and 99 gave a shit about RoboCop? Apparently. Also, I'm still astounded by how much the, uh, that they put RoboCop down the throats of children. There was an animated RoboCop TV series. There was a live action RoboCop TV series. Like, like, like there, there are RoboCop video games. There are three things that I I find wild that they targeted ch children audiences for: RoboCop, 
grisly fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, grisly, like, isn't it like a commentary on Vietnam? <laughs> like, as uh, sort of. I think it's like an allegory for Vietnam somehow. I, I personally don't know how, but like, um, Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Got turned into also a kids franchise an series with the toy line. Rambo. Animated series with the toy line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that explains, like, the Platoon video game. Like, uh, uh, That was the worst video game I've ever played, by the way. So bad. Um, but that, that would explain, like, some things that are wrong with our generation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, the Outer Limits shows up yet again. Uh, I forgot to mention who she was in this movie. Like, she has, like, a random, just, like, one-off credit. Like, something woman. Uh, that's Janine. not nice. No, she actually has a Yeah, name. like, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fly buzzing around in here, goddammit, and it's annoying the shit out of me. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Kill it. Kill it. Uh, I mentioned Outer Limits. Uh, the X-Files. That shows up on here a couple of times. Mm -hmm. uh, Mantis shows up yet again. Yuck. Three episodes, too. Ernest goes to school. <laughs> the Ernest film series. Oh, she was voiced on Camp Candy. Oh, yeah. sick. <laughs> that was one of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons. That was a good one. It was always on, I think it was on like at 7.30 because at 7 o'clock, Game Pro was on. I would get up early on Saturdays to watch Game Pro, the TV show. The, was that? Hosted by J.D. Roth of uh, the Funhouse, the game show uh, fame. That was the one It was kind of like a predecessor to what G4 would become, yeah, right? Yeah, they would do maybe like a review or two of games, then they would yeah. do like a section where they'd give you like cheat codes and stuff. Yep, and yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was definitely like a, pre a predecessor to G4. Uh, and then Camp Candy would be on at like 7.30. <laughs> uh, the cartoon in which John Candy voiced a camp counselor. Yeah. Uh, and again, we always say this when he comes up. God damn it, I miss John Candy. Sure do. <laughs> Uh, she's also in The Fly 2. As woman. Woman. Yeah. The influential credit of woman. <laughs> woman. Uh, I mean, it's better than, what was it, crack addicted hooker who gets slapped around? <laughs> Our last two entries, Rob Zombie makes a cameo in this movie as a voice. Uh, he's the voice of the doctor on the phone. Uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get into his directing credits, thankfully. Uh, hey, for better or worse, hey. I mean, like there are some. I, I truly enjoy House of a Thousand Corpses. I like Devil's Rejects. Yeah, Three from Hell was watchable. Yeah, he was. He was just trying to be Robert Rodriguez, in my opinion. In yeah. That movie. Um, uh, I, although I will give it. I have to. I have to give it a second shot before I. I, I liked the first Halloween that he did. I didn't hate yeah. the second one either. Second one I remember not liking as much. But the first I, I didn't one like the the ma, the mom ghost shit, but I I liked how intense they were. Yeah, um, he also did some voices in both of the Gal uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which I did not realize. Uh, he does Ravager voices, who are like the uh, they're Yondu's like gang, space bikers basically. <laughs> uh, he also is a voice, the voice of God in Super. <clears throat> oh. He did the voice of the lizard in the Spider-Man TV series. This has got to be the CGI one that was on MTV. And it 
possibly was. Yeah. The new animated series. Yes. Yeah, yeah. From the video. Yeah. It was not good. I think uh was it Neil Patrick Harris was the voice? Yeah. Yeah. Lisa Loeb, I think, was Mary Jesus Jane. Christ. <laughs> Ian Ziering, I think, was uh Harry Osborne. Yeah. So what like where the fuck do Rob Zombie and James Gunn like fucking cross paths to make all these collaborations? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe he's a fan of his music. James Gunn's a fan of his music, maybe. Uh, maybe. Um, where the fuck am I? Oh, Rob Zombie. And his writing. When the fuck did I open his writing credits? Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like 31, I wasn't a fan of. Lords of Salem. No, 31 and Lords of Salem were trash. Uh, I remember watching bits and pieces of The Haunted World of El Super Beast, though. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I liked it, though. Oh, that's right. He did Werewolf Woman of the SS for uh, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. I really, I really do enjoy House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Those are both yeah. movies I will rewatch, like probably once a year, once every other year or so. Yep. Uh, sorry, yeah. I had his acting stuff open before. Yeah, mostly just white zombie shit. Rob Zombie shit. He was in Airheads. Forgot Rob Zombie. Or White Zombie shows up in that for like a, a second. Yeah, uh, in the in the club scene. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, he has four hundred and something acting credits. He's in every trauma movie. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and look at he, his list of shit that's filming and in post production right now. There's twenty. 25 movies here listed. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, that are about to come out. And you'll never see any one of them. Yeah. Uh, looking, none of them have name recognition. Oh my god, they're doing Punk Rock Holocaust 3? Slumber Party Slaughter 2. Ooh, those are straight beer burps, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's all part of podcasting. Folks. Yeah. It's not all glamour. No. Sometimes you just gotta... Oh, you just got to belch. That's, that's <laughs> the way it is. Um, he's in pretty much everything James Gunn has done. Uh, the Suicide Squad. He's in the first Guardians movie. I think I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in Super. Uh, clearly, he is in this movie. Um, and like I, I was going through his IMDb earlier. I'm like, I'm not going through the whole thing. I'm just going to scroll to the beginning. The, the 60s? Uh, the seventies. This motherfucker was in Rocky. What? <laughs> yeah, he plays a drunk in Rocky, and then drinker in Rocky Five. Good God! <laughs> Probably the same character. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because uh, Rocky Five is the one where he beats up the guy with AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tommy Morrison. <laughs> Uh, and that'll do it for the better known. He beats up the guy with AIDS. I'm not wrong about that. No, you're not. (laughs) Tommy Morrison was a fucking (laughs) dirtbag. Hey, I know I have AIDS. I'm going to deny it and then keep fighting. Keep boxing. Yeah. (laughs) Class act, folks. Class act. Great boxer, though. Like. That's that's the really unfortunate part. It was like he was good at what he did. He just, you know, did it with AIDS. (laughs) 
did something with AIDS that you really shouldn't do with AIDS. <laughs> Have your blood fly out? Yeah. Mix blood with, uh, yeah, another person. Oh. Oh, crapshoot, crapshoot, crapshoot. I... I could... We we talked a couple episodes ago about I would like to see a like a a redo of like a uh, like a fifties era like Martian movie yeah and I think I would like to see it done kind of something like this where I like, mean yeah like I said earlier that's kind of what this is yeah yeah have that kind of campy feel to it but still like they make it terrifying here and there you know yeah a little, you know a little comedy a little camp. Um, I, I could really go for like that. Like it's something we we sorely need right now. I'm telling you, man. Like when we were talking about, I think it was Mars Attacks. I want a black and white alien invasion cheesy movie. Mm -hmm. Just and and you know that you could get a list stars to be in it because oh, hell yeah, you would just the, have to find the right ones that the love that who kind are of fans shit. Of that like genre, yeah, yeah, they would jump at that. Yeah, I think like. It's just it's something that we haven't seen in a while. Something we're overdue for. Like I think it could be done really well. Yep. We're just never gonna get it. Yeah. No. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. <laughs> um. It's a bummer, man. Yeah. No, this this did what it wanted to do, and it did it pretty exceptionally. Yeah. Um. Just there were just things like. That like we're just not in their control to really fix, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like you only have so much money that you can throw at a problem. Yeah, yeah. Especially like at this level of like James Gunn's career, this is his yeah. first movie, movie. You know, um, and you know, again, his reputation is that he's coming out of trauma, so I'm sure it wasn't easy getting people to like back this movie financially. Yeah. Um, or at least back it financially and let him do what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure they would <laughs> want to put the reins on him. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Um, but hey, you know, here we are, 16 years down the road. Yeah, this is a Universal movie. Yeah. This was also back of a comic book movie, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. This was like one of the times that I was like kind of not reading as much, but I. I'm almost positive this was back of a comic book movie. Mortal Kombat, another back of a comic book movie. The first, uh, uh, still the best Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, it's it's not a high bar. It's, it's not a really, high bar. Yeah, it's not saying much. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Mortal Kombat cartoon? I don't believe so. Oh, it was okay. I remember trying to watch the Street Fighter anime like in the '90s. Also. Decent, yeah, ish. How about King of Fighters? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Terry Bogart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shitty like Neo Geo games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those fucking arcade games that had like the selector. To it's had like five games. games in it. I did enjoy playing Samurai Showdown in those. It's like it's the first fighting game that had like blood in it, like a lot of blood. Yeah. And, like, slash somebody and, like, blood becomes spraying out. Yep. Uh, I want to say they recently-ish released the fifth Samurai Showdown. Really? Yeah. I did not realize that was still going. Yeah, I think they stopped for a while, but... 
Those games are fucking hard. <laughs> a lot of the old old fighting games were hard. Or yeah. just because I was a little kid and I didn't I didn't know how to play video games. The shame. <laughs> For shame. I got nothing else, man. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think. Like, like I it. said, I, I would like to see, you know, like an alien invasion movie in this kind of vein. Yeah. Outside of that, I, I don't know if I have much else to say. Yeah, I well, mean, I really Attack the Block was kind of the closest thing we got. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really good. That was really good. Uh, Go back and listen to our episode of Attack the Block. Yeah, do that. That was the thing. Um, yeah, alien invasion movies just aren't, they're not hot shit right now. So, they're, I don't know, like, is now the time or? See, I, I feel like if not now, soon just because yeah. that's a, a cultural thing we haven't hit on in a while like a, a theme like like i said before you know we've, we've beaten zombie movies to death we've beaten vampire movies to death like yeah let's move on to the next i mean one. aliens had a aliens had a, a decent resurgence in the 90s yeah thanks to independence day yeah yeah that's where the last like time those type of movies were really big like right after that movie came out yeah so i think we're due again i'd like to think so Hey, somebody make us like a really sweet ass uh, alien invasion movie. And make a sweet ass alien, make a sweet ass haunted house movie. Fuck yeah, we haven't had a good one of those. Well, we had the Conjuring before the last good, really good one. That was pretty much it. Yeah, that was probably what like ten years ago at this point, if not more. And they've been beating those movies to fucking death. I hate it. I yeah. didn't even get through the last one. The Devil Made Me Do It. It was not good. Yeah. Two had moments that were good. Three did not. Like, it, there weren't I, even I moments. Like, yeah, like, watching three, it was one of those moments where, like, I could continue to fight to stay awake, <laughs> or I could just give in and go to sleep. And, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Like, yep. thunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> no, the, the fucking the Ed and Lorraine Warren universe is just like, it's toast. Yeah. And I think the more people learn, learn about them personally, too. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. They were straight-up fucking scumbag. Yeah, they were shysters. Um, I forget exactly how their scam worked, but, like, Ed, I think, he was, like, a painter, so they would stake out, like, a house for a while, and, like, he would paint the house, and I think she was, like, the salesman. She would go up to the house and be like, oh, my husband painted your house, he thinks it's beautiful, like, would you like to buy this painting? Like... And, like, while they're talking there, that's when they would, oh, by the way, I get this vibe that your house is haunted. Like, yeah. That's how they would get their hooks into people. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are just fucking... Yeah, but once they became, like, famous, yeah. they didn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, people just lined up to get ripped off, basically. Yep. <laughs> fucking hoax. Yeah. And, I mean, here's the thing. If you believe in the, in the stuff that Ed and Lorraine Warren said... Well, you're just a fucking mark, and you don't know any better. <laughs> or you know what? If you want to believe in it, that's fine. Believe in it. Oh, I don't pay anybody to tell you like to believe in it, or like you know, fucking service that belief for believing you. in the supernatural. <laughs> totally acceptable. Yeah. Believing Ed and Lorraine Warren, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's like saying you believe in the Jersey medium, like <laughs> Miss Cleo, is uh, a, a certified psychic. Fuck that noise. <laughs> and like, that's a 30 some odd year old <laughs> reference for our younger. Call me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, See, kids, back in the <laughs> 90s, there's these things called landlines. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you would call this uh, Miss Cleo person, and she would give you a free psychic reading for a, an yep. exorbitant amount of money. Well, not a free psychic reading, an expensive psychic reading. Yes. Uh, she would read your tarot. Uh, the psychic, what was it, the Psychic Friends Hotline with psychic Dion Warwick? Friends Network, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have psychics standing by 24 hours a day. <laughs> you do, huh? That's a lot. That, yeah, that implies that somewhere in America there is a like an office staffed with psychics at like a desk and a phone. Like... <laughs> Yeah, there's always a dude playing a theremin. Hold on, my phone's about to ring. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Oh, by the way, Miss Cleo, I think, wound up getting arrested. She went to jail, yeah. Yeah. For like was it tax evasion? I think it was tax fraud, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it was tax fraud. Yeah. Not the fraud you think she would get arrested for, yeah. <laughs> well, one of those is legal. One yeah, of those yeah. is not. <laughs> I pretend I'm a psychic. Okay. I haven't paid my taxes. You bitch. <laughs> yeah, I want to say she wasn't even like Jamaican or whatever she was. No, trying. she was not. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Call me now for your free <laughs> Oh, wow. Fuck. Think about like how weird is that that we would just like just throw money at these people for nothing? Well, there was a time in our lives where we would get bombarded by these commercials like Yeah. For multiple times a day, like for years. Yep. Because there were a lot of sad people sitting next to their phone. And now you don't really, you can't. We still have sad people. They're just sitting by the internet. Yeah. 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 You, you can't, you can't lock them to the phone now. Yeah. It was the same thing with like the, the steamy sex lines and shit. <laughs> yep. Just fucking stay up all night and see commercials for those. Which is kind of grimy to think yeah, about. Yeah. 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 You get some like. That's the origin of the 900 year old housewife, number. like trying to make some money on the side, who calls you back, like, yeah. pretending to be like a 25 year old stripper. Yeah. She looks like me. Yeah. Probably weighs like three bills. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I guess we'll leave you with that. Yep. Just uh, some poor. Fucking loser, pleasuring himself to some <laughs> less than desirable lady on the just, phone. Just, uh, one hand on the phone, the other one just grinding one out. <laughs> She's like real sad, like. Oh, uh, are you tenderizing me in the background? <laughs> yep, I am. <laughs> sure am. Oh my god! All right, so we're gonna give you our socials and then get the fuck out of here. Uh. Our website, where you can find the show, uh, is www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com, or alternatively, you can just do www.bigdumbmonsters.com. Um, if you want to email us anything at all, um, well, maybe not anything. Some things are off limits. Yeah, we don't want to see your Keep wieners. Keep eye to yourselves. Um, bigdumbmonsters at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, send us some beer suggestions, uh, show suggestions. Our, our, tell us, tell our, us how to change the show. Like the if, studio beer fridge currently runneth over with beer, but yeah, we're gonna need some suggestions real soon. So yeah, um, yeah. Any way, any way that we can improve the show, or ideas for anything, 
whatever, or you want to just get in touch with us. Um, well, you can also tweet at us at dumb underscore monsters. And if you are on Facebook, uh, that is big dumb monsters pod. And oh, the last one. If you are on Slasher, the all horror social media, we are Big Dumb Monsters Podcast. Uh, if you are on Instagram, which is a, a horror social media of a different kind, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, horror. It's it, horrific. <laughs> you can find us at Big Underscore Dumb Underscore Monsters, uh, and we are also up on YouTube on the Big Dumb Monsters channel. Uh, come check out the slideshow version of the podcast. Sweet. And any of those places where you listen to the show, uh, be it Spotify, iTunes, uh, anywhere you can, please rate and review the show. Uh, all those things help get more eyes on the show, and then that helps other people find it. Yada, 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 uh, to quote Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, and that's going to do it. Yeah. It's been fun getting back into the studio. Yeah, it's been fun getting back to the studio, and it's been as much as uh, fun as Del Toro month was. Like, oh. I like getting back to business here. Yeah. Uh, Del Toro month was so fun. Yeah. So just quality after quality after quality. But anyway, we are going to go. Uh, probably going to drink a couple more beers, watch some stupid movie or something. Um, as always, do not let ghoulies eat your ass. I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> Don't sleep in a deathbed. <laughs> That's what I could have added. Yep. That's fine. I'll I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>